Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast. This is the Huntcast. I'm your host, Corey Mueller, and I'm joined here by my Huntcast co-host, Tristan Baca, who is enjoying a nice, crisp, what is it called again? Uh, Bell's Quite Bright. Quite Bright. A delicious white ale. Made it here, right here in Comstock, Michigan. Yeah, Comstock Park, Michigan. Michigan is a wonderful beer state. Just wonderful. It is wonderful. The, the craft beer, and I'll, I have a lot of nostalgia for it, but we literally have a city called Beer City USA, Grand Rapids. It's amazing. Um, I'm having myself a little bit of Jack Daniels bottled and bond. Tristan and I decided to let her hair down a little bit in this episode and, and just let her rip. So how you doing, Tristan? What's going on? Oh, enjoying this beer. Having a good time. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. We're going yeah. to talk about... Uh, a little bit lighter um, topic today. As many of you know, um, I got pretty involved with Origin USA, which is a clothing company based out of Farmington, Maine, and got super pumped this year when they released a hunt line. So they were working with Kip Folks, who was the founder of Under Armour. And obviously, Under Armour expanded into, I mean, God, everything. Um, and their hunt line is pretty well known for being solid. They also started working with Cam Haynes, um, who is probably the world's best bow hunter um, in, in almost every way. And so Cam was an Under Armour athlete, and basically he dropped Under Armour, or they dropped him, I don't know, something, whatever. And Cam got on with the Origin team, and uh, he was he was big in the development of their products. And then Jocko obviously wanted hunt gear as well. So, um, yeah, it, they've been working on it for a while, a couple years. Um, first thing I'll say, I bought almost the entire Origin Field Explorer line. So that's what they call their hunt stuff is Field Explorer. Um, the only thing I didn't end up with was the Stow Jacket. So we're going to talk a little bit about the stow jacket, but I can't talk about it with like personal experience where it's everything else I have personal experience with. Um, and I was out hunting a lot this year with all of my origin gear um, in various waves. And so a little bit of context to this origin came out. They released the pre-order of their field explorer line in August of 2022. They were hoping to get everything out to like early season elk hunters out west. Obviously, that didn't happen. I think, from what I understand, Origin set out with some really lofty goals. And what most companies probably would have done is release things in tiers, sort of like we have this product ready, we're going to release this. They release the whole fucking lineup in one go. Um, which was both cool and also proved to be very challenging. So 
I didn't get the majority. I didn't get all of my stuff until like mid October. Um, and so that was a little frustrating. Like people were pretty frustrated by that. Um, there were people still that hadn't received most of their order into November. Um, I had received everything that I ordered, uh, mid October, but I also pre-ordered on the first day of the available pre-order. Um, now that all being said, we're going to talk a little bit about the layering system that they've developed and then what currently they have available and my thoughts on those things. So Tristan, do you have any thoughts or observations before we jump into it? Um, about anything that I have just said. I'll I'll wait to add some things in as soon as when as you start talking down, about yeah. the quality of gear. So I have a okay. couple of comments on color and some stuff like that that I would like to throw in there. Mm-hmm. Just some visual stuff that I saw. Yeah. So um, I'll read. I'll. I don't think I said this, but Origin they do everything 100% made in America without compromise. So this hunt line was entirely made American textiles, uh, American workers, all, all USA supply chain, which is pretty awesome. That was a huge draw. That's a huge draw of the whole company for me, um, in general, but a huge draw for the hunt line in general, because you've got companies out there that are doing some awesome shit, like Under Armour, Sitka, Kuyu, First Light, like all of these companies are that, I mean, those are like upper echelon um, hunting gear and technical outerwear and all this stuff. Um, and they've been doing it for a long time. And the biggest thing that origin has is they sort of return to some basic materials that a lot of those companies had sort of gotten away from, which in some ways my experience was is good. And in some ways I kind of, and I'm going to get into this. I kind of miss some of the, uh, more modern materials, I suppose. Um, but I'll save that to sort of each layer as we dissect it. So I'm going to start off with real quick, their Alpha, Bravo, and Charlie layering system. Alpha is obviously like the early, the the stuff for early season or base layers. Bravo is outer layers, um, mid-season layers, and Charlie is designated as their uh, like late season outer layers. Um, so first thing on the Alpha layer is the base t-shirt and this came in long sleeve and short sleeve um it was a, an athletic fitting shirt it was moisture wicking it was like 100% polyester i have zero complaints about this shirt the pattern was really bright the shirt material itself was it it felt like a high quality polyester shirt and i also will say that um in early season when it was really hot out or when I was really layered up, it performed exactly the way it should have. It wicked moisture. It did its thing. Um, I don't know exactly. I don't have a price comparison for like First Light or Kuyu or Sitka. Um, the sleeveless or the short sleeved Origin T-shirt was sixty six dollars. The long sleeve was seventy two. Um, so that feels a little bit expensive to me for what it was, but it did what it was supposed to do. And it looks fantastic and it's hundred percent made in America. So, um, do you have any, I mean, it's, it was a, it was a great moisture wicking t-shirt. I don't know if you have thoughts on it or not, Tristan. Um, I mean, yeah, it looked like a nice t-shirt. Yeah. 
It looked like a nice t-shirt. I like the coloring on it. Um, I had a quick question for you. Um, yeah. is, is the Charlie layer system available? It is not available yet. And we're going to get to that when, when I, when we get past the Bravo layer and then looking towards 2023, I have some updates. Um, if, and, and if you don't know, if any of you don't know, I am a brand ambassador for origin. They don't pay me for this. Um, but I do get a discount code. Um, I am able to see some stuff that they're doing. Um, so I have some updates and some insight on, um, where they're sort of going from here. So, but we'll get into that later. Um, so yeah, t-shirt, it was good. We should talk real quick about the pattern. We didn't talk about the pattern yet. So they call it their Raptor camo and essentially it's not the exact same tiger stripe pattern that like special forces wore in Vietnam, but it's, it's modeled after that. Definitely, definitely based off of that. Yeah. Pattern. And I think um, that was a lot of uh, like Jocko wanted something that paid somewhat some homage, homage to some, yeah. yeah, yep, to military uh, service. And like Origin has the Delta 68 jeans, which I'm currently wearing. They're fucking awesome, first of all. Um, but that's also a tribute to the SEALs who wore denim jeans in Vietnam because they were so quiet. Um, so they wore denim jeans, the special forces guys out in the jungles taking out the uh, NDA. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the pattern itself um, does an excellent job of breaking up silhouette. And we've talked about like Tristan and I have talked about camo before, but really the point of camo is to break up your silhouette with deer, with animals. Um, they don't see colors very well. So as long as you're not standing there in one solid, like a black outfit or whatever solid color, you're probably going to be all right as far as that goes. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. You could probably wear like a pink camo and it wouldn't really matter. It's why you can wear Hunter's Orange and really it doesn't really affect it that much. That being said, a lot of people will buy camo based on looks. And me personally, part of my thing with the Origin camo, I loved the tiger stripe look. I thought that it looked attractive to me. It um, will do its job appropriately with what it's for. Um, some people don't like it. Some people wish they expanded the colors, which I think they probably will. Um, but... As far as like the pattern and the coloring goes, I know you have a lot more experience with camouflage and um, like with your military experience. Do you have any thoughts on the Raptor pattern? Um, and um, anything I like. like that? The, I mean, I like the tiger stripe. I think it's cool. Um, I think the origin camo tiger stripe is a little bit more effective at breaking up your outline than a lot of other camouflage that's on the market just because of the way that it was designed by mm -hmm. origin. Yeah. Um, you had several crazy close encounters with deer. Yes. Um, that, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you took a selfie with a doe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had much. jeans on that day too. I and was you had the, jeans on that. Day. I was wearing the factory jeans that day. <laughs> yes. So, um, I, I don't and I can't hundred percent say that that's because of that that camouflage pattern, but I wasn't able to do that and the camouflage that I was wearing it wasn't for that's mm -hmm. for sure. Um 
So maybe it's a me thing. Maybe it's a camouflage thing. I'm going to say it's a camouflage thing. Make myself feel better though. Yeah. I think there, <laughs> there is something to like a good camouflage that breaks up your silhouette nicely. I, I, there's something, I mean, a lot of traditional archers to this day, like live and breathe a flannel shirt and like wool pants. And what does that do? It breaks up your silhouette. Um, so the, the camo for me, I've never been a camo guy. I never have been into camo. I, I didn't really pay that much attention to it. And, and years prior when I was hunting, I kind of like ramshackled gear together based on most of it was military surplus. Um, but this year when origin came out with theirs, I knew I was bow hunting. I should probably have camo that should probably match. Um, and I wanted, I, I mean, their mission is second to none. So it was something I wanted to support. Um, so yeah, talking about their pattern, it's Raptor, it's tiger stripe. It comes in two colors, a woodland and a, um, the Highland, the Highland, both of which we hunted in Michigan early season and late season, man, the woodland is like perfect for Michigan in early and mid season. When you start getting in November, the Highland, as far as colors go, color matching is damn near perfect for fall in any state, probably, but Michigan. Um, Yes, which is the color I'll be wearing. It's interesting because I, I look at like, they late they marketed the Highland color as like a Western big game color, and I think in some states that's totally accurate. Like Arizona, there's some areas which I, and I think I know where you're going with this. I think there there's some areas in Colorado and in New Mexico that I think I think of for sure where that woodland pattern would be absolutely perfect. Absolutely, that's ex- that's what I was gonna say. The woodland pattern, I think, is. It's, it doesn't really matter where you are. Again, it, the colors don't really matter, but the woodland pattern would blend almost perfectly in some of those pine, big pine forests in Colorado. Um, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. Like, the color, the browns, the greens. Um, I actually think, um, if we're talking about camo patterns, the camo pattern that Fred Bear developed, if Origin did their tiger stripe with Fred Bear camo colors, fucking like sign me up now take all of my money i want it because that color pattern encapsulates so much of especially michigan colors because it's got the greens but it also has the browns and the yellows and it, it literally has everything um but either way saying that all to say they have the two color patterns raptor camo they're both they both look sick i mean there's no denying that they look awesome (laughs) oh yeah um okay so getting back to the lineup review we talked about the t-shirt so the next one that we're going to talk about is the nano wool ninja hoodie which when i watched the video for the nano wool ninja hoodie i didn't know how i felt about it um it's 25 percent wool 25 percent or uh 50 percent wool 25 percent uh polyester and 25 percent tensile which is basically an insulating material that's made out of like, you know, wood pulp or something like that. It's used in a lot of clothing, um, which I never knew about. Anyway, imagine like a, a long john top, but it's got a hood and it's got a face mask. 
I found that this was one of my favorite pieces of origin hunt gear, especially in mid to like mid season. I would say this was one of my favorite pieces, super versatile. You can wear it in a little bit warmer weather and it's okay. You can wear it in, I I think the coldest I probably wore just the ninja hoodie was in like 50 degree weather and it was okay. Um, I wouldn't wear that much colder without a layer over top of it. It performed really well. Um, I was really happy with it, actually. I, I liked the hood part of it. I loved the face mask part of it. The fact that it was built in was really fantastic. Um, it does a great job of continuing that pattern breakup. Here was my biggest gripe with it, and I think Tristan might share this too. I've seen some updated manufacturing photos and um, videos of all of the lineup, and the newer stuff, they've obviously gotten better making the textiles themselves. So the textiles themselves for 2023, they just pop a little bit more. The colors are a little bit more defined. The nano wool, the colors are fine on my. They're totally fine. They're not as bright. Like I'm right now, I'm wearing the kilo, the the kilo camo hoodie. The colors are bright and vibrant, and they really pop because of the material. So this nano wool, because it's a natural material, doesn't it doesn't have the same capability of having the ridiculous color brightness, just due to the nature of what it is. But I will say that this year, from what I'm seeing so far, the colors look better. The, the, the materials themselves look far better. And I'm not surprised to hear that. And I'm happy to say that. Um, so, yeah, love the Ninja hoodie. That was the only downside of it uh, that I can really think of. What do you think about it, Tristan? Um, yeah, I agree with you. That's pretty much what I was going to say is um the color of it and just kind of after you washed it a couple of times it got better um you know after that a little bit um i just can't wait to see what origin does um Mm -hmm. can't wait to see what my stuff looks like when i get it this following year um i think it would be really interesting to kind of compare quality between um my the stuff that i get your stuff yeah i think like they've got a pretty winning combination as far as like actual textile materials. Um, I loved what the actual garment did as far as it, how it performed. Um, Thought it was great. Really liked it. But yeah, the appearance wise, the new ones in the pictures and stuff that I've seen look better. And also I know a lot more about taking care of stuff like that better. So like you recommended the wool light, it, it retains fabric color more. As soon as I started using that, I did notice that it helped quite a bit with some of those more natural materials. Um, so yeah, the Nano Wool Ninja Hoodie, I believe that sold for $117. I'm sorry, I don't have prices right in front of me. But Here, I, let me pull them up. Yeah, that would be great if you could pull up the, the prices. But I believe that was like $117 or so. dollars. I would say it was totally worth it just for the versatility's sake. So. The next piece that we're going to talk about, uh, the nano wool leggings. So it's the same material as the ninja hoodie um, in a legging form. And Oh, Corey, did you see that they have a full zip in the kilo? No, I didn't, but I knew you were going to be about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the nano wool leggings may have been 
one of my favorite pieces of the lineup. Um, I was not super sold on the leggings when I bought them. I have a, a union suit, which if anyone doesn't know, it's a full head to toe suit of, um, it's like a wool onesie basically. And these nano wool leggings, I didn't know what to expect out of them. Um, they were fantastic. I wore them every time I went out during rifle season, late season bow. Um, they worked extraordinarily well, like surprisingly so. Um, was super happy with the wool leggings and would highly recommend them to anyone. The only thing I didn't like about them was I felt like I was paying for the the camo pattern to be on leggings. Like, you know what I mean, Tristan? Like, I felt mm-hmm. like I was paying Absolutely. for the Raptor camo to be on a legging that I'm never going to wear out in the field, like on the outside. So like this year, I think they got that feedback from people. They're doing solid colors of both the, the ninja hoodie and the leggings. Like I would have just gotten like OD green or black for the leggings and absolutely um, because honestly like the base layer stuff i'll wear that with other things i would wear that with other things my outer yeah. layers are the sand control stuff the uh the nano wool i the ninja hoodie i could see being something that you would still want the pattern on because you can wear that it's so versatile you'll end up wearing it on the outside but those leggings i would have really preferred to have a solid color that maybe was a little less expensive um what what were the while you're looking at it what are the prices on the ninja hoodie and the leggings so the the nano wool legging is 114 mm-hmm. and the nano wool ninja is 124 oh okay and so 124 and 114 I would 100% say that those are probably worth the purchase if you're looking for hunting gear. For um, as much as you wore that ninja hoodie, absolutely, you paid for that thing in the, yeah. first, in the first three weeks you had it. I think you wore it on every hunt. I think you wore it on every hunt. I was going to say, when I, as soon as I got it, I think I wore it every time we went out. Like, every single time. And it was totally worth it. Um, so, yeah. Would highly recommend both of those. You can probably get leggings or a hoodie. I mean, you can't get a hoodie like that that I've seen anywhere, but you can get leggings elsewhere. Um, but again, Origin's a great company, 100% made in America, zero compromise, and that's a mission that I wanted to support. So to me, there was a lot to be said for that, and that's why ultimately I bought from them, and they performed really well. So um, I'm going to move on to uh, the Bravo layer, which is the it's a it's an outer layer that can also be layered underneath the Charlie layer. So we're going to start with the Kilo hoodie. And I have a couple different things with the Kilo hoodie. Um, first thing, the pattern on the Kilo hoodie, the, the Raptor camo pattern on the Kilo hoodie looks amazing. Um, it's bright. It's vibrant. Um, it looks fantastic. My buddy Chris bought the Kilo hoodie as well, and he wore that out in the field when we when we were rifle hunting together. I actually didn't have my Kilo hoodie at that point because that was a piece that I ordered later in the season. Um, and I love it. It fits me perfectly. Um, I have a 2X. I'm 6'2", about 295 right now. It fits perfectly. I love it. Um, 
the the kilo hoodie is interesting because the kilo hoodie that you buy on Origins website and the kilo hoodie that has Raptor camo on it are two. They're the materials are slightly different. Slightly different. Um, the Raptor camo kilo hoodie has far more polyester in it, and the inner construction is different. Um, so it's a lot lighter than the standard kilo, which is basically 100% cotton. Um, I like that as like a as a hoodie that I'm wearing by itself. What I can say is I wore the regular cotton kilo hoodie as a layered piece. So base layer t-shirt, kilo hoodie with the nano wool over top. And I was comfortable down to like 40 degrees with that thing, with that setup, um, and felt pretty good with that. So the kilo hoodie is one of those that I think you can take it or leave it. Um, it just depends on, I don't know. I think the kilo is, the, especially the Raptor camera, cam, camo kilo, is good for an outer layer over top of everything else. Um, however, something I do want to point out, especially if you're an archery person, um, it is loose. It fits looser. So unless you're l- nicely layered up, you're going to have some baggy material and you really need to be conscious of your bowstring maybe hitting the hoodie. Because I noticed when I shoot my recurve, I was having a lot of string drag across the front of my sweatshirt or not across the front. But if you have your let's say you have your arm up like you're holding a bow, I had noticed string drag near my uh, left shoulder. So that could have been a mixture of me and and some form issues. But regardless, there was a little bit extra material there. And I noticed that that was happening. But um, that all being said. It did layer really nicely. I liked the Kilo hoodie, um, and it looks fantastic. So I don't know if you've had, I don't know if you've seen my, the camo Kilo hoodie in person, Tristan. Yeah, you saw the, you've seen the other one, but this, it's a little bit different build, and I really like it. I actually wish their normal Kilo hoodie was the same as this. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's, it's really nice. Um, so yeah, that's the kilo hoodie that goes for about $114 as well. Um, so that is a little bit cheaper than what we're going to talk about next. If you're looking for like something to wrap everything else under. Um, so the next thing we're going to talk about is also in the Bravo lineup. It is the stealth wool jacket and the stealth wool jacket, man. It's kind of, I kind of have a lot of mixed feelings about the stealth wool jacket. It's the most expensive thing in their lineup currently. Um, I have a lot of really good things to say about it. I also have some feedback that I would like to pass on about it too. So I'll start off with some good. <clears throat> the Stealth Wool Jacket is, is a pretty incredible garment. Um, the, how they have utilized wool in a way that like doesn't feel like your grandpa's wool jacket is pretty crazy. Um, I noticed that I was wearing, um, for mo once I got my stealth wool jacket, I was wearing that and nano, the ninja hoodie and the base t-shirt. I was very comfortable as long as there wasn't strong winds down to about 35 degrees, um, sitting. Obviously if I sat, I was, there was a couple points where I had sat for like seven hours and I was pretty, I was getting cold. But overall, the stealth wool jacket was pretty legit. Um, 
I really, really liked it. I here's my biggest problem with the stealth wolf jacket. It feels like for what I'm paying for it there. And and maybe it's the nature of the wool. Maybe you can enlighten me a little bit on this, Tristan, but I felt like, man, the wind permeability on that thing was so bad. Um, If there was a strong wind and it was a little bit cold, you were, you were cold. It was cold as shit. Um, that was my biggest complaint about it really was like, and like I said, maybe that's just wool, but I've got a wool jacket and it's got some issues with wind permeability on it. Um, and that's kind of what I was telling you that the stow jacket is probably a very needed essential piece of their layering system. Yeah, for sure. I would agree with that after going through this year, basically with the whole lineup. Um, I will say the wind permeability, not great. However, water, there was a couple times where I was in snow and in some rain, some light rain, never once got wet. That stealth wool jacket, it's pretty ridiculous how much it actually wicks water away. Um, I. I was amazed actually with that. The other thing I really liked about the stealth wool jacket was how quiet it is. Um, a lot of modern clothing and I've, I've experienced this with, with stuff before it's so loud. Um, and the stealth wool jacket is extremely quiet. All of origin stuff is quiet. First, first and foremost that I love that about it. And you know, as well as I do, Tristan, if you draw a bowstring back, and your shit makes noise, and you hear like the slide of on a nylon, whatever, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those deer are gone. And that happened to me with my binocular harness. I pulled my rangefinder out, and it was, you know, it's this like nylon, harder plastics ish material. Boom, gone. They were, you know, immediately. Um, so there's something to be said for returning to some of these traditional materials and making them fantastic. Now, Something Origin said a lot in their um, marketing for the Stealth Wool was they were using a lot of like proprietary military technology um, that is not really available on the open market. Tristan, I mean, you got to see the Stealth Wool jacket in person and kind of feel it a little bit. I mean, what do you what do you think about like build quality and like the material itself? I'm in. I'm, I'm budgeting to buy the whole system. So, um, I'm pretty sold on the quality of it. Um, I, I'm going to get the stow though. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. We're going to talk about the stow jacket, even though I didn't get it. Like it's a, it's a crucial piece. In fact, there's a part of me that might eliminate the stealth wool completely and run with the kilo, the nano wool and just the stow. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, again, I can swap out different base layers underneath to change how warm I am or I'm not. Right. The so the stealth wool jacket comes in at $224. So that was the most expensive piece. And it is awesome. But it has some drawbacks. You could get away with not having it most likely. However, I actually think um that with the stow jacket, which we're going to talk about the stow jacket last only because I didn't have it. 
with the stow jacket in combination with that stealth wool, I believe that I probably wouldn't have needed many more layers uh, outside of the the like the actual origin system. So base t-shirt, ninja hoodie, um, stealth wool jacket, stow jacket. Um, I and I think I probably would have been pretty comfortable at that point. Um, but yeah. So biggest, and then the the last thing that I'll kind of talk about a little bit, which again, it's the nature of the material. And this is actually a pretty revolutionary piece of material. The colors were not as bright as I hoped for. However, they were able to do something with this material that no one else has been able to do, which is have a really decent pattern on wool. Um, I don't believe I've ever seen another wool garment with a similar like pattern. They had to burn it on at like 6,000 degrees to yeah, get something, something crazy, something yeah. ridiculous like that. And I will say again, uh, from pictures and videos that I've seen the stealth wool jackets for 2023 look ridiculously good. They are so much like the quality of the materials themselves look drastically better than what I received, which is unfortunate, but I knew that kind of going into it, there was going to be some kinks that they were going to work out. That being said, I use some wool light and have cared for my stuff a little more appropriately. And that has helped a lot. Um, it's helped restore a little bit of the color and, but again, it's sort of the nature of the material. So stealth wool jacket, if you're into it, I would get it. I would recommend it. Um, but again, it's one of those things that I don't know is a need yet. I, I, I'd honestly, I'd have to put another season in to see, um, cause I only got about half the season with that stealth wool jacket. But as soon as I got that, I pretty much wore that every time I went out. So, um, it's a pretty sick, it's a pretty sick piece. Be curious to see if it stays in your rotation. Yeah. Well, next, well you know, two, three years. I, I reckon that it probably will because I have it. Um, what I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see is how it performs like, uh, as more of a standalone, um, when it's not. Like, because at the end of the season, it was obviously getting, uh, you know, into the 20s. And so I want to see how it performs prior to that when it's a little warmer and maybe I'm wearing it and stuff like that. Because by the time I had it, it was cold. It was cold. Um, it was, yeah. yeah, it was too cold for that. Yep. And I and I and I really liked it. But I did have to wear um, I did have to wear a, an outer layer jacket over it, which sucked. Um, but. I had to wear something and they hadn't released their Charlie Lair yet. So stealth wool jacket, you've heard a lot of positives. There's some negatives about it too. However, I think origin, the field explorer line is only going to get better. Um, and it already looks like they're jacking up inventory right now. Like they're making stealth. They're literally warehouses being filled with field explorer line (laughs) stuff. (laughs) So, um, they're going to have stuff this year and it won't be as big of a deal to get in your hands. Um, well, that's good for everybody involved there. Seriously, yeah. That'll be good for me. The Bravo Field Pant. So that's the the next piece that we're going to talk about is the Field Pant. And basically, the Field Pants were a nylon, uh, very lightweight, um, rip-resistant, water-resistant uh, pant. Um, Origin is really good at making jeans, jujitsu gi, pants. So obviously they know how to make pants and these, these pants were, I mean, they were fantastic. I 
loved them. Um, held a really good pattern because of the material. Um, they had no rear pockets, which some people might not like, but I actually liked that they didn't have pockets on my butt because you can't put anything in there, but also you don't get caught on anything. It's not bulky. Um, I didn't mind. I didn't notice a time where I was like, fuck, I wish I had back pockets. Um, the leg, the leg pouches. So they're like tactical pants. Essentially they have leg pockets and, uh, side pockets. And those were both awesome. Um, the biggest thing I'll say about those, um, they are early season pants. Unless you have the nano wool leggings, they're early season pants. Don't expect to just wear those when you're going out in November or December and you're going to be warm because you're not. You're going to be miserable. Um, those are going to be amazing in early season or scouting or whatever. They are super light. They will wick mo- moisture away. They're very breathable. Um, really, really liked the field pan a lot. Um, I late, late season when it was really, really cold, I was, what I was doing was I had this nano wool leggings. I had, uh, origin joggers, which are also fantastic origin joggers on top of the leggings. And then I had the pants over top. Never once got cold. I was extremely warm and the pants performed well. So. There's a little bit of that, like going into it, understand like layering is going to be important when it gets cold. Um, I don't really, other than like, don't expect to be warm in cold climates. I don't have anything. <laughs> I mean, it's bad to say about the pants, dude. Like they were fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't have anything bad to say about the color or anything that I saw with it. Yeah. They, I would like, I would like back pockets, but yeah, that's just me. I I thought it was an interesting choice that they decided not to do back pockets. And like I said, I didn't ever find where I was like, man, I wish I had back pockets. I, uh, when you're hunting, you never don't need back pockets when you're hunting. No, because most of the time you're sitting on your ass. (laughs) However, if they did, if they did just a tactical pant, which I hope they do, Mm -hmm. um, I would hope they had back pockets. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think tactical pants are in the plans and yeah, I hope so too, because I would very happily buy tack pants for my work. Um, but yeah, so Bravo, the field pants, I think Tristan, tell me if I'm wrong. I believe those come in at like $172. So I, yeah, I think they're probably worth it. They're really nice. I think they're going to hold up really well. Um, I'll be interested to see how well they actually do hold up. <coughs> as far as abrasion resistance and just general use. Um, so, But otherwise, I loved them. thought they were great. Um, I don't have too much else to say about them. Now, moving on from the field pants. I would recommend the field pants if you're interested. I would get them. Um, the stow jacket. The stow jacket is not a piece that I had in my lineup this year. However, I wish that I did. The stow jacket, I think, was something that was pretty underrated. Um, it's so basically what the stow jacket is. It's a small, com, like very collapsible, wind and water resistant layer um, that 
would have come in handy a lot. Anytime it was snowing, anytime it was windy, and you can fit it in the bottom of a pack. Um, I will be getting a stow jacket for this year, but I definitely wish I would have had it um, during this season. And I, I don't think I would have imagined saying that early in the year. Um, no, I think even when you and I both talked about the stove jacket, give it too much thought about it being part of your lineup. But after we went out a few times and we thought about it a little bit, um, yeah, I think the stove jacket probably put my cart. (laughs) Yeah, it's very much, it's a versatile piece. It's not warm. So like I saw Cam, Cam Haynes wearing a stove jacket. Uh, like early, I think he was out like in Arizona or something. Um, he was hunting out there. All he had on was the stow jacket. So like, it's not, it's not necessarily for warmth as it is for water and wind resistance. It's more of like a windbreaker. Um, but again, quality materials, hundred percent made in America. And I definitely would recommend getting it. If you're going to go with the rest of the origin lineup, the stow jacket is definitely something you want to get on your first order. Like if you're going to break it up, let's say you're going to break it up into what do I need to start with? I would go like if, if I were to get like three things to start with, I'd get the pants, I'd get the stow jacket and I'd get a long sleeve t-shirt. Um, that'll get you through until late October where, I mean, pretty much wherever you're at. Um, but if you want to have like, a little bit more flexibility. I would do like field pants and field pants, stove, nano wool. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and that would probably get you through until at least November. And I'm sort of thinking in terms of Michigan seasons. Um, so if you want to think of like, I mean, if you're up in the mountains, obviously things are going to change a little bit. Um, but I can imagine, I mean, I, I did, I wore the ninja hoodie and the base t-shirt basically until like end of October and was pretty comfortable most of the time. Um, I threw on the kilo underneath my stealth wool a couple of times or my ninja wool or ninja hoodie a couple of times. But um, anyway, you can break it up however you want. There's a lot of different strategies to it, but the, the line, the, the whole line definitely works together. Um, so yeah, stow jacket. I like said, didn't get it. We'll plan on getting it. Um, and yeah, really liked it. So that is the entirety of the origin lineup for 2022. Now in 2023, they're going to be expanding it and have a couple new items coming out. Um, the Charlie layer, which is the outer, the warm outer layer. And actually the stealth or the nano or Jesus, the stow jacket counts as a Charlie layer because it's supposed to be worn over everything. But they had a plan for the... Uh, Charlie layer jacket and pants, which were essentially cold weather gear, cold weather jacket, cold weather pants. Um, the biggest thing I'd like to see out of origin field explorer line this year. Um, I don't know how you feel about this, Tristan. And I have a hard time sort of explaining the materials that I think it would take. Cause I'm not a fucking clo- a clothing maker. I really like, um, under Armour's cold gear, the really tight fitting. Um, I, it's, I think it's a hundred percent polyester, but I really, really like that as like a base base layer. Um, I feel like that really does a good job with heat retention 
And the nano wool, I loved the nano wool. However, I wish it performed a little bit more like the thermals like Under Armour has. And moving forward, I'd love to see like strictly thermal layers from origin, like a thermal, thermal layer top, thermal layer bottom, like really like something. I mean, the, the nano wool is basically like that, but I want more. I want like a more robust thermal layer section. How they almost, how you see like how Under Armour does their base layer one. 3.0 systems almost yeah yeah i think that would be a really awesome addition Um, and again you don't have to do raptor camo on those because no no one's gonna wear those on the outside i want like black or white they could do do black navy blue and white call it good yeah od green black navy blue done um i think that would be a super valuable addition to the lineup um and then obviously the Charlie layer stuff like the jacket and the, uh, I don't know so much how I feel about like the really warm pants. I felt like with the joggers and the nano wool leggings and the, the, the field pant, I I'd was buy fine. the whole, I'd buy the whole Charlie layer in our, yeah, just for that extra, like if it's 10 below. Yeah. Cause the pants that they marketed, so they marketed the jacket and the pants at the beginning they look bomb proof. I mean, they look serious, cold weather gear. Like they, it, it looks like you're wearing a sleeping bag. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I would probably wait on the pants for me personally. Um, but the jacket, I would definitely, definitely be into. So we'll see what they do. I think that they're going to stick to fairly traditional materials. Um, and also innovate where they can. And I think they take a lot of their innovations from the military, obviously with Jocko and special forces. And they have a lot of like ex military involved with their organization. Um, how do you feel about that? Like sort of returning to some more traditional materials. With I their like that. Back to, basic, back to basic is always good. Yeah. Back to basics is always good. I mean, simple as that. Mm-hmm. It was a little different for me because I was sort of used to, um, granted I didn't have like hunting specific clothing, but a lot of stuff that's like Under Armour, for example, Under Armour that is very, it feels very advanced, high tech, whatever. Yeah. But then I get this jacket, like I bought a jacket last year that was Serbian special forces or something like extreme cold weather gear. And again, and that's, it's a pretty traditional, it's wool and fur and like traditional materials. And that thing is warm as fuck. Um, so I'll be interested to see what they do. Like they've talked about, um, like some waterproof canvas materials, denim wool. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years. I definitely would like to see some accessories like gloves, hats, um, which are coming They're They're product testing like ball caps right now, beanies, <laughs> Um, maybe even boots at some point. I don't know how they would do. I would just love to buy American made like rubber boots, <laughs> whether it's origin or somebody else. I don't give a shit. I just would like that. Cause all those rubber boots, like muck boots are made overseas. Mm. So I agree there. Yeah. Overall the origin lineup. Um, I think total investment is around 800 bucks for the entire thing. If you were to go on right now and buy all of it, 
It would be about 800 bucks. And if you use the code Mueller101, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-101, you get 10% off. So like, is it worth 800 bucks, all of it? I would say probably so. I don't, I don't regret buying any of it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how they innovate and uh, what things look like moving forward. So the other thing that I wanted, and these are, gonna, these are both going to be quick. I bought First Light Talus wool gloves. Um, kind of garbage. They were like 30 bucks. And the only thing I liked about them was they had touchscreen capability, but otherwise I had quality control issues that I ended up having to return them. Um, they were really nice until it got cold. Um, I like the idea of a base glove. It made it really easy to have a bigger glove on late season. Um, but I can buy military surplus wool gloves for like seven bucks that basically do the same thing. Don't know if I'd buy those again. I do have a gift certificate to the first light store because I had to return those. They were okay. That's the like the epitome of okay. I was a little bit disappointed though, because first light touts pretty high quality shit, and I felt like this was kind of not uh, let down. It was a huge <laughs> letdown. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, I was. I have to say, I was pretty let down with that too. Um, I was getting ready to start investing in a bunch of first light gear this year. Um, and yeah, so I also had an issue with first light customer service. So like take that or leave it for whatever it is. Um, it was just kind of a disappointing experience. I expected more when you see like Steve Ranella wearing first light and talking about first light and he obviously believes in the brand and then having an experience like that. I don't know. Granted, I wasn't buying like a $400 set of bibs and jacket, uh, but I don't know, man. It just, it doesn't scream great to me. So, um, the last piece that I'll talk about is a little bit of a review. I bought uh, Lacrosse Alpha Burley boots uh, with 1,600 grains or grams of uh, insulation. Those things were awesome. I got a sick deal on Midway's website on those Alpha Burleys. 100% would buy those again. Typically, they're about 220 bucks. I think I got them for like 115. Um, it was lit- that was a steal of a deal. Um, the previous year I had Muck Arctic Sports, which at the time they were good, they were fine. Um, the the Alpha Burleys were far superior. Um, and for like 15 bucks more retail. So, um, if you're interested in looking at like rubber boots, <clears throat> Lacrosse is great. Irish setters, good. Tristan had some Irish setters that I thought were pretty solid. Um, but I was extremely happy with the Alpha Burleys. So yeah, that's kind of like my end of season gear review wrap up. Uh, would highly recommend everything but those wool gloves. Um, no companies right now making waterproof rubber boots, but um, I'm hoping that something comes out in the future. Tristan has a couple of pieces of gear that he would also like to talk about. So I'm going to turn it over to him. Um, just one, um, which is the FHF gear bino harness that I have. Um, absolutely would recommend that. Um, all super quiet to use. Um, everything is really, it's a really compact, very flat, minimalistic system. Um, so drawing my bow was a breeze. Um, I never worried about hitting that at all. Um, Whereas, like, the Vortex Bino Harness that 
came with my binoculars is they're made garbage. me a little nervous. It made me a little nervous <laughs> sometimes, to say the least. Yeah, they're garbage. <laughs> uh, go, go get, go get yourself something else. Yeah. Um. So, and the other rangefinder pouch that I got for the bino harness was amazing. Also, um, same quality as the bino harness. Um, that's also um a Steve Rinella company. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Um, I believe they're attached to first light. Um, so I don't know. It's also and it's made in the and it's made in the states. Yep. FHF is made in the states. Um, All of that so, FHF gear seems really solid, and I really liked your bino harness. That's um, absolute a stellar quality. I mean, it's still I wore it out in the field a bunch, and it still looks like I pull it out of the package. Yeah. So the only reason I didn't buy one of those is because Marsupial is coming is doing an origin bino harness. So. Um, I've been waiting to buy that instead, but that like literally the FHF one is great. If you're, if you don't know, you know, I don't know what bino harness to get marsupial or, uh, FHF. You can't go wrong with either one. Um, I haven't personally used marsupial and neither has Tristan, but basically everyone else who has, has nothing bad to say about them. The only thing I'll say with that FHF harness, and I don't know if you would agree with me or not. You used it far more than I did. Um, I noticed that with my vortex harness, the, the, the enclosure opens up and I really want it to open down. So like the marsupial harness, the, the enclosure opens to down and I don't have to hold it. Whereas with that vortex one that I have, I had to pull up the, the enclosure, the flap and hold it there while I pulled my harness or my binos out. Um, I don't know if that was like a barrier that for you or if you didn't mind it you know the fhf gear harness made it really easy for me to tuck that flap um so it wasn't too big of a barrier for me um i mean i would still like something okay. that opened down that i wouldn't have to tuck and yeah and the and, vortex and ones suck to tuck. i tried to tuck it and it just doesn't work so that's kind of where some of my opinion on that but i didn't wear yours so i don't know <laughs> yeah well you'll have to mess with mine next time yeah yeah Cool, man. Yeah, I like it. So this was sort of a, uh, we've talked about, we like to talk about gear a lot on Huntcast. Gear is fun and shopping for gear is fun. Testing <laughs> it is fun. It gets expensive. Um, hopefully some of this stuff sort of made some decisions maybe that you're looking at a little bit easier. Um, we obviously haven't tested everything on the market clearly, um, but yeah, origin lineup. I would keep an eye on it. If it's something you're thinking about, start piecing it together and you're supporting a great cause and the, the, the stuff is good. It's, it's very good. I think they're going to start giving people a run for their money um, sooner rather than later. I have to agree with you. So, yeah. Well, do you have anything? We're, at an, we're almost at an hour just talking about this. So do you have anything you'd like to add to this conversation? I don't. I don't. Great. Well, thank you all for joining us. This was a very in-depth review of especially the Origin lineup and uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, leave us a five-star rating and a review at Apple Podcast or on Spotify. That would greatly help us out and uh, get us out to more listeners just like you. And until we see you next week, we hope you continue to discover your warrior within.